Hello and welcome to another episode of the 40 and Over Project podcast. Um, I want to keep, uh, make sure we keep social justice at the forefront of our um, of our mind and in our daily discussions as we go through a new year, 2021. Um, as we left 2020, um, that was a volatile year. A lot of things happened in 2020, which I've discussed before. We had an election. We had all kinds of racial issues. Uh, Black Lives Matter movement was ramped up quite a bit um, based on a lot of um, situations that happened. Ahmaud Aubrey, George Floyd, um, the situation in, uh, in uh, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Kenosha, um, and... Um, other situations in Atlanta and other places all over the country. And so Brianna Taylor, we cannot definitely cannot forget about her. But um, although 2020 has passed and gone, we're still in America and America still has social justice issues and issues with social justice. Um, and so in remembering that and understanding that, I just want to make sure we keep some things at the forefront. Um, my synopsis is that, you know, it's, it's just so interesting how every time um, a, natu- a national disaster like a Hurricane Katrina or a public health crisis like the coronavirus happens, the same issues arise and get a bright light shined upon them, especially in communities of color. Um, we have food insecurity. We have lack, lack of jobs. We have ac- uh, access to fair housing is always an issue. Access to fresh produce, access to pharmacies is an issue. Equality in public education, and the list goes on and on, um, especially, again, in communities of color. Something is very wrong with this picture, and I would hope that a lot of you would agree that something is very, very wrong with this picture. That light keeps shining on these issues, and the same issues keep coming up over and over, yet the situation seems to get darker and darker, both literally and figuratively. Darker in that it affects more and more black and brown people, um, and figuratively in that there seems to not be a lot of solutions for some of these things, and especially the police seem to get more and more adamant about what they're doing to our communities. And it's unfortunate that we had the situation we had uh, last week or a couple weeks ago at the Capitol. Because those are the people who are becoming police officers. Those are the people who are becoming correction officers. You know, those are the people who are possibly going into the military or ex-military. And then they're coming in and then becoming police officers and, and, and being law enforcement in your communities, in our communities. And then we wonder why we're having these types of confrontations. Um, so that's a problem. Um, and this just cannot, you know, continue. We have to do better, America. Hopefully with this new administration, with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, we can address some of these issues head on and move past some of these issues and make some solutions, work with policing, do some retraining. All of our police forces around the country need to be retrained um, when we continuously have solutions like the Jacob Blake situation in Kenosha when he got shot in the back and they're not holding the police officer accountable for that. Um, you know, and so um, we, I hope that we see some movement in cases like the Breonna Taylor case, which we, we know that the, uh, there was a policeman charged in that. Um, we know that there was um, 
but no one was held responsible for her death yet. He was charged for shooting into another apartment, but not necessarily for her death, which I don't really understand that um, because he shot into the other apartment from Breonna Taylor's apartment. So I don't know how that works, but hopefully they'll address that again and circle back around so they can charge somebody for her actual death. Um, and the police in the Jacob Blake case in Kenosha, Wisconsin, he's not being charged either. I don't know how you shoot someone in the back like seven or 11 times. I forget how many times it was. I don't know how you shoot someone in the back and call it self-defense. And then he's not charged. Even if Jacob Blake had a knife, a knife and a gun are not equal weapons. And his back was to you. I mean, that was clear. So I don't really understand that, how that works. But whoever, you know, committed that that crime, we're going to call it a crime, has to sleep at night with themselves. So karma, I believe in it, is going to come back to get you, uh, police officer. Um, and then we also look at the confrontation that happened in Columbus, Ohio um, in 2020, uh, before the new year happened, right before Christmas. Um, Andre Hill in Columbus. I'm from Ohio originally, so I have a you know a special place in my heart for Ohio and for Columbus. Um, but the tragic death of Mr. Andre Hill at his home in Columbus. Um, the confrontation was that the police officer, you know, rolled up, said they got a call about a noisy car or something in his garage, and instead of you know handling it correctly and using his training, he shot Mr. Hill. So to me, <clears throat> I recreated the situation. This is how the confrontation could have gone. The police, hey, hello, sir. Is this your home, Mr. Hill? Yes, it is. Police, we received a call about a running car. Can I please see some ID, Mr. Hill? Yes. And then, or no, because he could have. it could have been his right to not uh, show his ID because that was his property. That was his house. Continu continuing on, police, thank you for your ID. Sorry to have bothered you. Have a good evening and Merry Christmas. That is totally how that could have gone. If the police officer had used his training and basic human interaction skills, perhaps Mr. Hill would be alive today and would have been around to celebrate the holidays with his family. Why he was shot and killed standing in his own yard is unfathomable to me. That officer's gun should have not even been drawn. That was a poor decision, and I hope Columbus prosecutes him to the fullest extent of the law. Police officers really need to be held to a much higher standard in these situations. Um, they have weapons. They have guns. They have training that we on the outside, on the streets, do not have. Common sense, decency, and compassion should have prevailed in this particular situation. Instead, it resulted in a, another loss of life unnecessarily, much like the Breonna Taylor case, when they broke into her house and just started shooting, much like the lady in Chicago, when they broke into her house and just started shooting. Or they, well, they didn't start shooting in the Chicago situation. They held her naked at gunpoint after she kept telling them over and over, you have the wrong house you have the wrong apartment um they need to stop doing this and i hope the lady in chicago gets some civil action against the police department there um i'm praying that brianna taylor's family will and i, I know they paid did a payout which i don't understand if you're not holding anybody responsible for her death but you gave her a, a huge it was like a 12 million dollar payout hmm, that doesn't make any sense but as we continue into 2021 let's make sure we keep our eyes open in these cases um, make sure we don't drop the ball on on keeping these 
cases in our mind and our, um, you know, in our discussions with people, um, in our social media and things like that, and making sure we're people are paying attention because I guarantee you this is not going to be the last case. Y'all know this. It's not going to be the last case. Um, but let's make sure we rectify these particular situations because um, they've been happening for way too long. And it's 2021. They shouldn't be happening. Um, but after seeing what happened on the Capitol, we know. After seeing that, we know that absolutely anything is possible in America at this point when it comes to race and just social issues. Um, so just wanted to share that with you. Uh, make sure you're paying attention. We know America has to do better. Um, make sure Black Lives Matter is at the forefront. Um, I commend some of the white people who are still doing shout outs to Black Lives Matter and making sure it's relevant in your workplace, making sure it's relevant on your social media and websites and things like that. Hiring more people of color um, and, uh, and being committed to the community as a whole. So thank you so much. Um, but we all are in this together, definitely. So again, thank you for listening to the 40 and Over Project podcast. Make sure you join my Facebook group, um, www.facebook.com slash um, groups slash the 40 and Over Project podcast. And also follow my, my blog, um, which is more of like a personal thing, things I do every day as a 40, 40 and over year old person, all the things that, that go on. Um, make sure you follow my blog at um, the40andoverproject.com. Thank you very much. Peace and blessings. Bye.